We're looking just fine. And I'm sounding just fine. And I will always love you. Okay. Why is it called a pair of underwear if it's just one thing? Two legs? You don't call a shirt a pair of a shirt. A pair of shirt. Uh, I guess. But you do call a pair of pants. Yeah, why do you do that? A pair of pants. I guess a pant and a pant. Why do you call panties panties? I don't I don't know. I don't know. It's just a name for it. Why do you call apples apples? Yeah, I mean, I guess that's a good point. Are we recording? We're recording. Because it sounds like something you would ask me when we were recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're recording. 90 seconds into the episode. What is this, episode? 21. 21. 22? Oh, boy. 21, 21. Are we losing track? 21 Savage. No, 21 it's definitely Savage. it's definitely 21. Uh, hmm. I think. Let's look. Let's pull up the Apple. Pull it up, will you? I mean, I could pull up anything I want because we're on YouTube, we're on SoundCloud, we're on Spotify, we're on Google Podcast. We're on Google Don't forget Podcast. the good people so over at I Google Podcast. I could pull up any of these apps and refer to what episode we're up to. That's right. Um, and we are on episode twenty-one Savage. Episode twenty-one Savage. All right, good stuff. Don't. Well, okay. No, 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 no. Then I thought you were looking at uh, pulling up a Breaking Bad clip. I'm like, don't do that to yourself and ruin anything. No, I wouldn't do that. Why would I it, do that? It looked like I saw Brian Cranston on the screen for a second. Did you? It was Vince Vaughn. Oh, yeah. Quick glance. So not it. anywhere close to Brian Cranston. Quick, quick, quick glance. I was like, no, no, no. Don't do that to yourself. You think that's offensive to Vince Vaughn that you confused him with Brian Cranston? Uh, no. From that, it looked like, I don't know. It looked like Brian Cranston. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would not do that to sorry, myself. Sorry, Vince. So uh, as is... Pretty much everything else in life, I'm you know five years behind everything. So I'm just now finishing up Breaking Bad. I'm on uh, season five, episode one. Oh, you made it to season. I've made it to season oh, five, the final season. What the was the finale one. of four? four? Gus. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely, cut in half, or blown in half, I should say. Right. He still adjusted his tie. He still adjusted his tie as he walked out with it. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> A little uh, Salamanca. Ding, 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 ding. Do you have that on there? No, I do not have that on there. Not yet. Give me some time. A little bit of time. Give the listeners something, though. By episode 22, we will have a lot. I guarantee you that. All right. Give them something, though, because they don't know yet. You want me to just, like, give them something? Give them something. What should I give them? I don't know. I don't even know what you got in there yet. I heard a little bit, but I don't even know. Well, you know, this... This was your idea. The W? The W. Give I'm going to hit the W. This was your idea. The W is a good one. My boy's wicked smart. Oh. The W. That's W, the hotkey. I, I thought the W was the other W. The Borat W. Wow. Wow, wow, That's a good W. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah. Wow, 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 very nice. They're both W? 
No, W is this one. My boy's wicked smart. That, that makes sense. Yeah. But so does the other one. Yeah. There's no rhyme or reason to the hotkey. Okay. It's just kind of uh, it's just kind of there. So if you're listening now, you realize that we're still, as I said in the last episode, we're ever growing here at the Garage Party Podcast. Uh, we have now implemented sound effects or sound clips. Sound clips. And sound, sound clips boards. is a little bit different. We have sound effects, but now we also have sound clips. A little bit different. Yeah. Hate it. Mm. This is our jingle. Mm. This is our jingle. But I tell you what. You know what else could be our jingle, Billy? Mm. 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 Hit it! She bangs! She bangs! <laughs> <laughs> that one's a little loud. <laughs> a little loud. <laughs> I feel totally ridiculous. It's like, why do I have to be in camouflage? The so big bad quail doesn't hear me? It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It changes the dynamic of our show completely. It does. I have to tell you. I like it. It completely changes the dynamic of the show. If you guys have any... Uh, a favorite movie quote, so I guess I will bring that back up. Yep. Send them our way, and uh, maybe we'll we'll download them. Yep, that's right. We and, absolutely uh, will. Play them for you. Here comes the meat wagon. <laughs> wee, 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 wee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what else man. you got? Just go through them all. Why not? Oh, my Just blow your load God. in the first couple episodes. Oh, first God. Load. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. Now it's telling me. I have to unlock it because our trial limitations have been uh, limited. You, you took a picture of the thing. So I you, did. You, I you, did. Right. You are good. Okay. Yes. Um, but yeah, episode twenty-one. Big Luck, episode. Lucky twenty-one. We're ever growing. We got more. Uh, we're moving along. I could just hear them now. Round of applause, please. Really do need an intern to help us. Are they kidding me? With this. Look at this code that I have to type in. The Gettysburg Is, Address is still, shorter. Do you still have the? Thing open, just copy and paste. If you have that screen open, just copy and paste. Bada bing, bada boom. I don't know if I have it anymore. You know, the Command C, Command V. I'm sure it went to our I'm very well well. aware of the Command C, Command V. I'm sure it went to our email as well. Let me look if it went to our email. It probably did not. It probably went to mine because I think I signed up using my regular This is a terrible episode so far. Brutal. (laughs) Brutal. (laughs) Brutal. They don't know what we're doing. I'll tell you what we're doing. We're improving the show. But I never really got an answer why it's called a pair of underwear. I really don't have one for you. It makes sense. Like, your question makes sense. So does your follow-up. Why is it a pair of pants? But It is a pair of pants. It's one thing, though. So you think that anything that has the word pair in it needs to be two, which is fair. I don't think that's an unfair request. Let's look up the definition of pair. P-A-I-R, not P-E-A-R. Look at that. They sent us like a nice little license and everything. Oh, wow. Yeah. You should print that out and put it on the wall. As Mellow joins the the episode. Okay. So we got a lot to talk about today, Billy. So literally in the definition of pair is two identical, similar, corresponding things that are matched for use together. Interesting. A pair of gloves, a pair of earrings, something that consisting of or regarded as having two parts or pieces joined together. Interesting. Okay. So that's weird. Also, a pair of scissors. Again, the loop. The handles. Yeah, I get it is two things joined together, but. So I guess in the just one thing by itself. In the case of your underwear, it would be like the elastic, and then the. The base. If you separated a pair of scissors 
wouldn't it just be like knives? I wouldn't still call that a scissor and a scissor. Yeah, what's happening to me? Ah, our intern sleeping on the job, <laughs> tugging on my microphone. <laughs> He's like, what are you doing? Uh, I understand your point. I just, I don't know if we're ever going to get a definitive answer for you. But I do understand your point. Just just really confused. We have a busy day today, though, Billy. We have a lot to get to. Do we? Yeah. Okay. I want to talk about Russell Westbrook. Okay. I'd like to talk about your absolute, it's really offensive, actually, as a Mets fan, your disbelief in the Mets offseason. Because we were talking the other day on Snapchat with Paul. And I'm just getting absolutely no enthusiasm from you whatsoever. Why should I? I no enthusiasm. Why should I? I can give you 10 million. I can give actually 10 billion reasons why now. <laughs> I can give you 10 billion reasons. Go and every single one of them are a time. dollar of Steve Cohen's that he has to his name. I don't understand how anybody could not be excited about this. I really don't. Mm. I just don't get it. We have the richest owner in baseball. Yeah. This coming off, this is a franchise that has penny pinched forever. Anytime a I mean, big until t- he does it, it's all talk. Anytime a big-time free agent has been available on the market, what have we always looked at each other and said? No shot. No shot. Why? Because they're never going to spend that money. You always think they have a shot. No, not with, you know. The, I'm talking about the best of the best. I'm talking about the upper echelon. When was the last time they signed a really, really big free agent? Johan? That was actually going to be my answer, too. But I think... I can't think of... Johan. It's probably the biggest of my entire life. Well, that year that they signed Beltron, Delgado, and Billy Wagner all in one offseason, that was pretty big. But one single player? The biggest player that they've signed in their history? Is in in your 27, 27 years. You mean the best player that they've signed? Um, Johan coming off of Cy Young? Probably. Probably. Yeah. That was and that's my point. 13 years ago? And that's my point. They are never in the talk for the big-time free agents. Now with this new owner, Steve Cohen, who's been approved by Major League Baseball, they are now in the hunt for every big free agent that's out there and will be as long as he's at the helm. I, and I, I, the other day I was – I listened to his press conference and, you know, um, I'm, I'm assuming we can actually play clips from the press conference, can't we? On this thing? Okay. I won't now, but I'm just saying in, in future we, we probably could, right? We could. Uh, unbelievable. You have the whole World Wide Web at your fingertips. I do. I can play anything I want. Um, but basically, like, every single thing that he said was a love letter to Mets fans. And you were just like, ho-hum, didn't care, useless. I'm just supposed to assume we're going to get top three. You were thinking we're going to get literally the top three free agents. I'm saying that they will be in the running for Trevor Bauer, for George Springer, and, Which for, J- do, and for JT Realmuto. They will be in the running. They will when, be in the conversation. Wouldn't those two technically hate each other? Who? Or at least Bauer would hate. He, he got into a huge riff with the Astros, didn't he? Bauer? Yeah. Very anti-Astro. Yeah, he is very anti-Astro, but that's because of you know the Astros cheating scandal. So imagine them two just standing next to each other holding jerseys with a ton of animosity. You can't see it? That, I can see it now. Of course you can. <laughs> of course you can. You know why? Because it's going to happen. I can also see that in the 19th century, women's underwear used to consist of two parts. <laughs> and what were those used parts? used to be two separate legs that like laced together. Oh, 
my God. <laughs> wow, wow, That's where we started calling it a pair. Interesting. Okay. Listen, I need to feel your energy about Steve Cohen. I need you to get on my level with this. And I will always love you. She bangs! She bangs! <laughs> I was going to lower it and let you play it. Is that, as, is that as long as that clip goes? That's it. Okay. That's it. <laughs> as long as it goes. <laughs> Listen, all I'm saying is that from now on, from this day forward, when a big market free agent hits the open market, the Mets will be involved. That's all you can hope for as a big market New York franchise. And that is what we've wanted for years. Okay, maybe they get power. And yet, here you are, and the other day, you're like, eh. 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 It's like, maybe. Eh. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. It's not even just about Bauer. And great, I think they are getting Bauer. I think I think <laughs> Trevor Bauer will be a Met. But that, that's besides the point. This is a, I'm looking at the bigger picture here. This is about the bigger game. This is about the future of the organization. Can the this future. team... We, we had an ownership where to think that they were going to win, was it was impossible. You never would have thought it. Because they were always crunching the pennies, always trying to get the cheaper deal, always trying to make a, you know, make a bargain. Now we have an owner who doesn't care, and I'm not saying he's going to go out and spend nope. like a drunken sailor. Maybe he will, but he's going to go out and I think be smart. That's why he has Sandy Alderson, a smart baseball guy. They're going to go out and they're going to bring in free agents. They're going to scout well. Something I've the Mets seen have never nothing done. from this guy yet, though. It, of course you haven't. He's been there for he's, three days. Exactly. But all I'm. I'm You're ready to get on your knees and just go, 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 go. I am. Just she bangs! She bangs! <laughs> for one press conference, you're in. I thought it was great. I thought it was great. Listen, he's got his work cut out for him. Mr. Hooper, I'm not talking about pleasure boating or day sailing. I'm talking about working for a living. I'm talking about sharking. That's what Steve Cohen's talking about. He's, he's not talking about, about he's crunching talking about pennies. Medicine. He's not talking about crunching pennies. He's talking about sharking. He's talking about going out there and getting the big shark free agent. I hope they do. And they will. I think they will. I think Trevor Bauer is going to be a Met. And I wouldn't be surprised if one of Real Muto or Springer was a Met as well. Maybe we get one of them. So two of the top three agents in an offseason? When was the last time that I happened? I think if we get one of the top three, it's a big deal. Big deal. But it's a big deal because you have this programmed you had us logged in, in at all three of us. All no, three of no, 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 no. I never said that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I never said that. What I said was that they will be in play for all three. Listen, Real Muto has said that he doesn't want to leave Philadelphia. So, mm-hmm. you know, Steve Cohen can offer him the world. If he doesn't want to leave Philly, he's not going to leave. But, you know, I think money goes a long way in a lot of these situations, I especially in even, an offseason like this. Even the Reds threw a huge deal uh, towards Bauer. I don't know if he wants to go back to Cincinnati. I think he's up to his stock right now where he's ready to kind of take it to the next level. You uh, know, with I, his personality, there's really not he much he can do. He leaves his drones at home. Yeah, he's not a uh, – didn't he, like, cut off his finger? Yeah. He did, right? I don't know if like he, the tip of his finger. He Something like, you probably know all about, right? He sliced like through his palm. I just remember his hand bleeding in the middle of the World Series. The, it was the World Series or the ALCS. Um, I think it was ALCS. Yeah, I forget. I know he like chopped off a it was a pretty sizable chunk of his finger. I know that. I forget what series but it was. Continued to dominate regardless. It was still great. Well, no, he got pulled because he was literally gushing blood, but. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, he's fine. 
It's not like this is a lingering in, in like injury. He's fine. No stupidity though. Yeah. Well, listen, he's an odd character. There's no way around. <laughs> he's it. very strange. He's a strange guy. But I think Sandy Alderson put it best when he said baseball is an entertainment industry. He's entertaining. And what's even more entertaining is his hundred strikeouts in seventy innings this year. Pretty entertaining, I think. We'll see. Pretty entertaining. But moving wicked, on wicked dumb. to George Springer changes the complexion of the lineup. Changes the complexion of the lineup. You take out Brandon Nimmo, you replace him out with George Springer. Out of the three, Springer. I think he's the most likely, especially wanting a change of scenery after the whole getting, you know, almost booed out of the entire league. I think he'll be welcomed well, I, with open arms see, in I the would, Mets organization. I would disagree with you. I would say Bauer is the most likely, but because I think the Mets just have a burning need in the rotation. but And a burning need in center field. It really all depends on how it's people been, feel about Nimmo, a, and people seem to love Nimmo. I, listen, he's a great guy. You know, his smile is infectious. Yeah, he's he's a fourth outfielder. He just is. He's a fourth outfielder. Yeah, he's definitely not a starting he's not center a fielder. He's not. But and, you know, people you know. tend to love him, and they love his character and his charisma. Personally, I'd rather have George Springer, who bats you know two eighty and, and hit can, thirty home runs. You know, and can. You know, run. He hand, can really run, he and he's a really good defensive center fielder. And handle the center field. Yeah. yeah. A true center fielder. Right. We've, now, we've been putting right and left fielders in center field. Right. And oddly enough, we're sitting here talking about Bauer and Springer when, in reality, their biggest hole is at catcher. Yeah. By far, right? I mean, they have Nimmo. I mean, they have guys in the rotation after, that could fill in. They don't have a catcher. After Real Muto, there's nothing. There's nobody? Nothing. It's like James McCann of the White Sox. Which, you know, it may end up shaping up that we're going to have to roll with one of those guys unless... Oh, I think Yadier Molina is a free agent, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, But he might go to the Yankees, right? The Mets and but the like, Yankees. What are, you, what are you even getting there? The Mets and the Yankees have both been linked to him. Well, he's 38. What are you getting um, there? You know. I mean, even in his 50. prime, he wasn't like a 320 hitter or nothing. Great clubhouse guy and great for the pitching staff. Yeah. But I think, um, you know, he's... At 38 years old or 39, whatever he's going to be this upcoming season, 240, you know, 250. And he's not even – He's a great defensive catcher still, I'll tell you that. He's not, you know, the creme de la creme that he once was. Mm, he's no. He may be one of the best ever defensively that I saw. For sure. He probably is the best defensive catcher of my lifetime, I would say, for sure, so far. And I don't think it's – I can't even think of a close second. No, nah, I don't really think it's particularly close. There are certain guys who can hit but can't – aren't good defensive yeah, catchers. Like bust, guys who are good Buster defensive Posey catchers but can't hit. Right. You know, Buster Posey's like a DH, but because he, you know, played the like League so long, he could Brian McCann. Brian McCann was good. Not a great defensive catcher, just, but good. You know, he hit 30 home runs right. every year. Right. But Yadier Molina had everything, at least in the prime of his career. Now, on the back end of his career at 39 years old, what are you going to get? I don't know. I don't know. But is it better than Robinson Chirinos? You're damn right it is. <laughs> I mean, me and you would be better than Robinson Chirinos. So, you know, technically we're sitting here talking about Bauer and Springer, but Real Muto is probably the biggest need that they have. The more have. important piece. Right, the more important piece. I mean, I think they have a few important pieces. They're, it's not like, there, well, I would say, about what five. What brought up this conversation the other day was me saying that <laughs> – was I talking about the Jets when I was saying you it would be like you were 80 years old and they finally win? Yes, I think that yes, that is you. And you said, uh, <laughs> I told you, I said, listen, if they win and I'm 80, I can die right then and there. I said, I'm good mailing it in from there. Three generations of Warnocks with tears in their Just eyes. Just sitting there with tears in our eyes, waiting so long for that moment. 
Maybe it'll finally come. Maybe I'll. I mean, if I have to be 80 for it, that's gonna suck because you know, I'd, really, I'd really a lot like of years to, of. Uh, I mean, that's another for the Jets. I don't foresee them winning anytime soon, but I think the cl- I said the closest was the Mets. That's another 50 years of Jets misery. You know that? Sign me up. 50 more years. <laughs> 50 more years. <laughs> and that's if they win when I'm 80. And you could you see said it in your 80s. You could see it happening though. I mean, they've, they've already Three gone. generations of Warnock sitting by the telly. <laughs> Who knows what it'll be then. <laughs> and you talking of these past times to your grandson of butt fumbles. And, yeah, I know. And uh, I mean, by then it might be like really, really good 3D TV. Wow, wow, is very nice. <laughs> Could be like really good 3D TV by then. 50 years. I mean, te- look at how far technology's come since like the last Like holograms 50. running around your living room. Yeah, like, you know, whoever the quarterback is then, bless his heart. Just or, be running or everything's uh, VR and like augmented. Yeah, and I'm just kind of like looking around my living room. I go get a drink. I mean, you could do that right now. But the wide receivers line up along the refrigerator. <laughs> you, can, you can literally do that right now. but I mean, that would be pretty cool. Why don't you come up with something like that? You're good with technology. Yeah, I can't invent it. Sure you can. I just use it. My boy's wicked smart. <laughs> <laughs> sure you can. <laughs> I mean, come on. Come on. 50 more years of Jets misery. God help us. I really hope not. I really hope you're wrong. I'd like to see a championship before I'm um, 45. Let's put it that way. How's Who, that? Who's the furthest, do you think? From a championship? The Knicks, right? It's not even close. Yeah, it's the Knicks. It's not even close. Because the Jets are very obviously they're zero and nine. They're right next to the Knicks, but somehow they still find themselves in a better shape than the Knicks. Yes. Like I feel like football te- teams turn around much faster. That's they why they could. Yes. Like realistically, you could see a situation in which the Jets would turn around this off season if they were to get. Like because they went to the AFC Championship, and before that, they like, were not good. Like it took. Now they've never been zero and nine. This is the first. We're in uncharted territory. Yeah, here. but what two years before that AFC Championship run, where they were like a six-win team, six five-win team? Yeah. So you could turn around a football team much faster than you could turn around a basketball team. I see. I disagree. I think if LeBron and AD come to the Knicks, they win a championship tomorrow. It's that quick. It, you just need guys to come here. That's all it is. If you look at the Lakers, look at the Lakers. Last year they didn't make the playoffs. This year they won the finals. Yeah, they weren't. Terrible. Though. Things in basketball can change. And LeBron was also hurt last year. Very quickly. Very quickly in basketball. You just need the free agents to want to play for you. Basketball is the one Maybe sport it's just where... I mean, yeah. But basketball is also the one sport where there's just like... I feel like there's just no parity. Right? Like, I feel like we can right now sit here and probably tell you who the final four teams are going to be next year. There's no parity. Without even seeing free agency, without seeing the draft... Without seeing anything, mm. we can tell you who the final four teams are going to be. I think you need to see free agency because a lot can change. Mm, maybe, yes, if there's like a lot of big free agents on the market, but this year there's not. So basketball is the one sport where you know, we realistically have a, an idea where it's going way before it gets there. And it's also such a long season that... Um, basketball, to me, also has you, the most you useless tend, regular season. You tend to forget. Like, uh, like say, KD has, didn't play last year. Yeah, if he comes back and he's great for the Nets. The Nets come back and they're a huge contender because they were good. They were pretty good during the, mm-hmm. the summer this year. Absolutely. If KD and Kyrie are healthy, you got to imagine they will be right there at the In end. the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, well, yes, I would agree. In the Finals. Eastern I Conference Finals. I think that finals. if KD and Kyrie are both healthy at the best they can be, the Nets are 
probably the best team in the East, right? Eastern Conference Finals, so right. top two. I mean, the Sixers just fired their coach, hired Doc Rivers. Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid don't look like a pairing that is going to win a title, at least. Celtics aren't deep enough. Celtics aren't deep enough, at least from what we've seen so far. The Raptors have fallen off. Charlotte, if they no, please don't even don't even bring in Charlotte. Acquire Westbrook. No, no, the Westbrook team I don't think will ever win the finals. It's been proven. He's had so many opportunities. The guy played with Kevin Durant and James Harden. If he can't win a championship, he's not going to, and he's certainly not going to win it with Malik Monk in Charlotte. But you still want him on the Knicks. Absolutely, it would be the most entertaining (laughs) thing that we've seen at the Garden in the last ten years since Melo left. But with no fans. Uh, I mean, it's a three-year deal. I'm hoping that there'll be fans in the building at some point in the next three years. Yeah, maybe Hopefully, twenty-five this year. percent by next year. Uh, you see, the Warriors are actually having fifty percent. They just spent thirty million dollars on COVID testing for their fans. Really? So when you walk in the building, you have to get COVID tested. I feel like they won't even fill that fifty percent then. People will go. A lot of people just don't care about the coronavirus, or they've had it already. I guess maybe like, I'm in, not going to get it. Maybe in Cali. Yeah, I mean. Well, I know. L.A. is very strict, but I don't know about Northern the California. The basketball arena is easy, not before, that right? 18,000, so half of that. 7,500 people? You can get 7,000 people that want to go. Steph Curry's back. It's not like they're going to watch, you know, the Knicks. But amazingly enough, I think even you're the not, Knicks. Yeah, you're definitely not feeling MSG. Uh, I really think you can. Because that building's packed when they have, like, eight wins and it's May. Like, they're – that building is always packed. I don't always see it's amazing, but it is. them allow. I don't know how long it'll be until they allow fans in that in that building. You mean full capacity? Even a quarter, full, half full. Well, right now, and if you're listening to us from anywhere but New York State, New York right now, we can't be in gatherings of more than ten people. So to see us going from that to eighteen thousand in an arena we've, for a sporting we've event, backtracked from fifty to ten. We have. It's back down to ten, and they're telling us that our Thanksgiving we have to have less than ten people. Insane. But to see us going from 10 people or less in a room to an 18,000-seat arena. And they a 10 p.m. curfew. On bars and restaurants and gyms, yes. Which I'd imagine a, an arena would have to abide to that, too. Uh, well, that's A 7 possible. or 8 o'clock game isn't always evacuated by yeah. 10 yeah. p.m. Well, as of right now, you know, as it stands, if the current rules and restrictions in New York do not let up by December because the NBA is supposed to start December 22nd. And I think the NHL is eyeing like a January 1st start somewhere around there. If the current rules that we have in place don't improve within the next month, we won't have sports back. Sports won't come back. Because if you can't have 10 people in a room, how are you going to have a 20-team yeah. roster and then another team playing a game? Can't you know, it takes at least, can't do what it. would you say, 100 people in the building to make Even make a no-fans game? Yes. Yeah. Probably. Just to make it run? Turn the lights on. Make sure that the locker rooms are dry. Yeah, probably about 100 people. Basketball teams are what on a roster? 13? Uh, 12 and then however many are not dressed. 12 dressed and then. So there you go. It's just impossible. Can't do it. So if the rules don't improve here in New York over the next month, which, you know, if you listen to the uh, to the analysts and the scientists, that ain't going to happen. If anything, it's going to get worse. So And uh, Mr. Cuomo. Yeah, if you listen to them, not going to happen. Mr. Cuomo. Mr. Cuomo. Mr. Cuomo would have you believe in... Uh... Here comes a meat wagon. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you why I suck as a salesperson. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. 
Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, you know, it's it's a little difficult right now to see sports coming back anytime soon. December 22nd is the date for the NBA. I don't know if that matters with the rules that we have. Maybe that's an exception. Is that like, you know, none of us can get together in a room of more than 10 people, but the Knicks can? I don't know. I don't know what the rules are. We'll have to wait and see. But to get back to your question from before, yes, I would like Russell Westbrook on the Knicks, uh, regardless of the fact. about the pair of underwear. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> I, think, I think that conversation has passed. I would like to see Russell Westbrook on the Knicks, regardless of whether or not they're going to win a championship with him, which they won't. They won't. It's impossible. But it would be the most exciting thing that Knicks fans have seen since what? Mellow? Right? Um. Yeah, Probably. people were pretty excited for drafting RJ too, but yeah, not nearly. I don't care about that. I'm talking much. about on the court success. Um, yeah, the the mellow Staten mellow run. Yeah, that's you know really the highlight of the last 20 years if you're a Knicks fan. Yeah, starting 2000, Marbury. Oh, come on, I did enjoy some of those Marbury years with Jamal Crawford and. You know, some well, of just the signing nice. of him was exciting. Is that Marbury? Yeah, that yeah. eh, was cool. But he didn't play well here. But as they s- pretty consistently do. I don't know. And then the Latrell Sprewell. Yeah, punching out Jeff Van Gundy. I I mean I liked some of those teams growing up, like Allen Houston and all them too. And uh, but it's not. Yeah, I like those too, but. They're not it, championship it wouldn't, teams. It wouldn't be as exciting as Russell Westbrook. So now you're, yeah, but that. you're against the Russell Westbrook deal, aren't you? I don't think it makes sense. I could see your point because it's $47 million. It's which a lot is of fucking money. It's an amount of money. He's getting for one older. player. He's not like a facilitator. He doesn't make the team around him actually better. Can you say that when he averages like 10 assists a game? Or are those just like easy assists? Like. Open guys, open. I think it's just him filling his stat sheet. I don't. Yes, think but his assist is he's giving the ball. To I don't think it comes from shot. actual efficiency on the court. Shooting wise, he is not efficient at all. No, he's not a good shooter. He sh- chucks up thirty shots a game. Yeah, that's always been his game. It's always been his game, and it's why a lot of people don't like to play with him. That's also probably part of the reason why he wants out of Houston because James Harden doesn't want to play with him. But it's also a bad look. It'll be three teams in three years. <laughs> yeah, well, it's the money. Forty-seven million dollars is just. An insane Huge. amount of money for, for one player. Insane. Insane. Too much but for us. I think if you're the Knicks and you don't have to give up R.J. Barrett, and you don't have to give up Mitchell Robinson, and you don't have to give up maybe the number eight overall pick next week, I to think that they could so how acquire they a player of his caliber for Julius Randle, Kevin Knox, and the Mavericks first rounder, I mean, sure. You're telling me you're Give not doing shot, that? Come on. I think it's a waste. It's You know, it's pointless. But you see, this is the In problem. In years, you're, you're not trying to get – you're obviously – the agenda is not getting asses in the seats because there's no seats to fill. But this – don't you understand? This is the problem. What you're expressing to me right now is the issue. Knicks fans have become so accustomed – and people around the league because you're not a Knicks fan. People around the league and Knicks fans have become so accustomed to them losing – that it's just ingrained in their brain that they're going to lose. Just so lose it's like, another two years and just. You know. what, but why? Why two years are they going to fix it? What, what gives you the idea that in two years things are going to get better? Because there'll be what? fans in the what, stands. What, what, hopefully, there's been fans in the stands for the last fifty years. What have they done? I mean, if they didn't have a chance at Russell Westbrook last year, they've had a chance at every free agent for the last forty years. It's not really though. Oh come on, 
Melo, I mean, LeBron said no shot. When Giannis LeBron in two was years will say no decision, shot. Did you really, with your heart, feel he was coming to New York? I did. I thought it was a good fit. I could see. Yeah, I could see that. You didn't think so? There was never in your brain you thought that he was coming here? Maybe a little bit. I mean, I thought that, you know, they had a shot at him, right? I mean, come on. It's New York City. It's the Mecca at the Garden. Back then, they were embarrassing, but they weren't nearly as embarrassing as they are now. Yeah, those, uh, that was pre-Mello. It was pre-Mello. Actually, that was Stoudemire signed that day. <laughs> That's right. Or the day before, something Which like that. Which was a, you know, a nice compensation prize for losing LeBron. I mean, before we got Mello and, and, and Bosch, they had Stoudemire. He was the guy. You know, he was hitting game winners. He was pulling boards. He was doing. He was playing. Absolutely. He was the guy. The team with Stoudemire was better than the team with Stoudemire and Carmelo. I feel like the two of them. They played better. The two of them didn't even, you know, play much together. Because Stoudemire started, you know, getting hurt as soon as Melo came. Re- yeah, there was some injuries. A couple dumb injuries too, where he punched the fire extinguisher and broke his hand. But. There's more like I felt like the team had more camaraderie and chemistry when it was just Stoudemire and Wilson Chandler and Gallinari and you know those guys. Raymond Felton I think was on that team at the time. Even yeah, Iman Shumpert, Shumpert, Landry JR. Fields I think. Ray Felton, right? So I I felt that team had a better uh, chemistry and feel than than uh, the team with Melo and Stoudemire. Yeah, well, Melo's another one like Westbrook. He doesn't facilitate and really lift the team unless he's just you know ball hogging you know he's one of those guys who just needs needs his uh shot he's a volume shooter with russell westbrook what is the knicks this is is an important question so if the knicks were to make this move let's say the deal hypothetically and there's a lot of moving parts to this hypothetically they go out and they trade julius randall kevin knox and a first round pick for russell westbrook they bring him in and they take on his whole 47 million dollar contract for the next three years Hypothetically, that's the move, right? What's their ceiling and what's their floor? Ceiling is a six seed. Ceiling is a six seed. Okay, I think. Well, okay, I think that's fair. Floor is a lottery pick. I don't know if they get in the lottery with Russell. I think the lottery days might be over. If he for plays those three years. forty-five games because he's plagued by a hamstring, uh, I should say take out injury. Let's say he's healthy. Okay. Well, now take out injury. I, I think that they're no longer in the lottery. Ninth right? in the East. So now they're good enough to be in the playoffs at best and bad enough to just miss the playoffs and not get a lottery pick. Yeah. Not a good spot. <laughs> it's basically the seven or eight in the East is probably their, their ceiling, right? But I, I mean, said with him and he's you know actually well you performing sixth. well, I put you him said at six. You said sixth and ninth was the worst. So I'll take I'll balance the difference and say seventh or eighth in the East. Okay. Right. So with that, is it worth it? I don't think so. You wouldn't rather make the playoffs for three years than be like, in the lottery for three more years? I, it's just so much money. First of all, what are they doing with that money if they're not paying him? Where's that money going? Just let it. Who are they paying? Stack. Stack, stack up. and what? Yeah, how's that contributing to wins? I was actually going to make a Breaking Bad reference, but I didn't want to ruin it. <laughs> How is that contributing to wins? It's not. I don't think they're going to be a winning team. They're not going to be a 500 basketball team for the next two years. Without him? No without shot. Him. No. Without him, they lose the next three years. Yeah. 
Like, the, whoever they pick next week it's at number fine. eight is not going to be a trend. Just rack up the lottery picks. Just, you know. I mean, I see your point, but, you know, eventually I'd like to see them win. Sometimes, that's, that's the only thing. That's the only request I have. Sometimes a good move is no move. <laughs> An approach the Knicks have taken since 1973. <laughs> 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 uh, and bless their hearts. I mean, they try. They went out and they made this whole pitch to LeBron. They tried. It, they just – nobody they, wants to come to them. And I, I don't understand what it is because it's Madison Square Garden. It's New York City. Yeah, I don't think anyone cares anymore. Nobody cares. That's the, That's the thing. Nobody cares. I think the league has shifted to a place where I it's feel like, like you got to get one, and then you can get more. I think you need to get one player, one that you players actually want to play with. Right, you too. need a player who is popular in the league, has is friends with like some of the top guys, and they want to come together and like play. If they had gotten Kyrie. I don't know if a lot of guys want to play with Kyrie. To be honest with you, I, I think a lot I don't of know guys if Ky- like Kyrie. I mean Kevin Durant wanted to, but <laughs> yeah. And, what a bad guy they want. To no, play I know, yeah, him. and I, and that should really tell you everything you need to know about that. Is the the Knicks made a hard press for Kevin Durant, and he again turned them down, and not only turned them down, but he went told a them, over. I want to play in New York, but I don't want to play for you. I'm gonna go play in Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's that's probably as bad as it gets. That's one of the worst things that's happened to them in the last ten years. Kevin Durant saying he wants to play in the state, but not for the Knicks. <laughs> Terrible. For a team that wasn't even in New York six years ago? Yeah. I mean, that... No, I think it's longer than that now. Longer than that now. Okay, so they've been in Brooklyn for what? Eight years? I think it might be 10, 12 years. Really? Wow, time's flying by. It's got to be, right? Since they moved out of Jersey? It's got to be close to that. Let's see. Brooklyn... I'm going to say it's like 2009, 2010. That they became Brooklyn. Brooklyn. 2012. So that's eight years. Eight years. Well, nine, really. And listen, before Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, the Nets were no uh, model of success. You know, they had Billy King, who traded every asset that they have for Kevin Garnett, Jason Terry, and Paul Pierce. So I mean, they've maintained much better than the Knicks have, I feel like. I mean, they haven't had anything. You know, from 2012, they've had nothing. Nothing. But even when they were fielding, uh, like, Paul Pierce and Jeremy Lin and Kevin Garnett and all those guys, I feel like they were more competitive than the Knicks. Yeah, Paul Pierce at the time was better than anybody on the Knicks. But that's because they gave up seven first-round picks to get him. Same. <laughs> he was 38 years old. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you're going to give up, I think it was like five first-round picks that Billy King gave up to get Garnett and Pierce, you know, who at that point were 39, 40, 38 years old, whatever it was. Yeah, you'll be good for one year, which they were. They made the playoffs, and they lost, and that was the end of it. Then they kind of sunk down into the doldrums, had to regain their picks. Sean Marks has done a good job, the new general manager, done a very good job. But again, changes like that, Billy, like that. You know why? Because Kevin Durant and Kyrie wanted to come here. Now they're one of the there. favorites in the East. They wanted to come to Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah. One of the favorites in the East. So in basketball, things can change very quick. Just need somebody to come here. That's all it is. And Russell's probably not the guy. No. Because nobody wants to play with Russell. But And, and if you, it doesn't and matter. if you get him, they, you don't have you, room for anyone right, else. Anyway. You can't afford anybody else. Right. So, you know, maybe it's not a great move. But you as want a, it. Because I want to see them win. <laughs> They're not going to win-win. I, I mean, literally every single game that I turn on of the Knicks for the last 10 years you or so. You agreed with me the ceiling was they the have no chance seed, to win. So 
that's a, they made the playoffs. I'm watching playoff Nick basketball. That's insane. Guess that's it's an that's like you know to think of where they've been. That's nuts. It's not nuts. that crazy. Do you real? I don't think you realize. Do you realize how bad they are? They're terrible. They're a lottery team. That's like not even putting it. No, there are lottery teams, and then there are lottery teams. The Knicks are a perennial lottery team. They're in it every year. Yeah. The so Warriors are a lottery team this year. They're not bad. So what's the difference? The Knicks are always in the lottery. Get and it, swept they in never, the first round. They never get the guy that changes it around. Get swept in the first round and have nothing to show for it. Or get a lottery <laughs> pick. It's three years. Give the fans some fun basketball to watch for three years. What's going to happen over the next three years that you think is going to change this team around? Pedophilia. Again with the pedophilia. <laughs> he loves That's to, a he good loves, sound bite He loves you. to bring up pedophilia. I'll be sure to clip off pedophilia. <laughs> what else you got? Let's get rid of the Knicks. The Jets are on schedule. Let's get rid of the Jets. Jets are on schedule to get Trevor Lawrence. They, they scared me the other day. They almost... Uh, beat the Patriots, which really I mean, it's put, re- uh, it's a very tight race with the, uh, the Jacksonville because Jacksonville still has the strength of schedule. They do. So all the Jets have to do is win one game, and which I could the see first pick uh, goes to the Jaguars. Week seventeen, Patriots. Old Billy Belichick. They play the Patriots again. Yeah, yeah, I know. Sitting, absolutely. Sitting all the starters. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're not gonna have anything to play for at that point. By the way, have you already? Are you ready to? So we're right now. We're in a presidential election where. The person who's currently in office won't concede. Are you ready to concede your chest hair and give up, or are you still actually like holding out hope? Mm. Do you think it like Do you think it's over, or are you just like kind Prob- of probably over? But okay. anything can happen. Okay, yeah, I agree. I don't think you should. Concede. Not going to give you the satisfaction on on it, of it. No, I mean I, I'm enjoying this week by week as you know the Patriots struggle to beat the O and Jets, and the Bills are just running through the Seahawks. No, I'm enjoying it, so I, I really don't. I don't mind. But man, oh man, I don't, I don't plan to give you any satisfaction for this entire thing. Man, oh man, if your head was on the line, I would be so much happier right now. <laughs> <laughs> I would be counting down the days. To but the at end this of the pace, season. they would definitely, they may, um, yeah, they may clinch before that wedding that I had to go to. Which means, which was like one of your biggest fears, right? Because you were I didn't worried. Care. Yeah, I know you didn't care, right? <laughs> but it was one of the bigger fears, you know, amongst you and Lauren was that you'd have to go to that wedding. Cue ball style, mm-hmm. which you may have to go now, just itching a little bit as the hair starts to come back under your suit, which won't be uh, terrible. But even through that, I'm not going to let you get any satisfaction. No, you stonewall every strip. No matter how bad it hurts, I'm not going to make a peep. I think that day we'll get some good, uh, some good clips for our Farago. I think that day we should get some good ones. Oh, you're not going to get a clip. Yeah, I know. I, w- I won't get nothing. You'll just be dead silent the whole time. Just stand there, stone face, staring peep. in front of you. <laughs> just get up, take the shirt off, put it back on. It's over. Done. I'm not going to give you any satisfaction. Even when I strut down Bell Boulevard in a dress. That's right. Well, we'll <laughs> nah, see. That's going to be fun. I think I'll get some satisfaction out of that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, good luck on that subway ride home, you miserable, ugly fucking wife. <laughs> I'm going to have Heidi lick some caviar off my balls in the meantime. I forgot I had it. That one. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, you'll be strutting down Bell Boulevard in your uh, in your dress. I think uh, you know it'll be fun, but you know, I, listen, you were all in on it's the Pats. Cold, too. I didn't know what you saw. You were, you know, what I think it was. I think you were. They've you won were eleven really, straight. You're really. <laughs> it's not the same team. You're a really big Cam Newton guy. I think that's what. I'm it not is. that big of a Cam Newton guy. 
well, you had to have some kind of faith in this team because, you know, Tom Brady leaving certainly wasn't given it to you. So where did where did your confidence come from? 11 straight consecutive. Until that's broken, With I'm going to be confident that's going to happen. quarterback of all time. Probably the greatest player. But Yeah. I didn't see it being that different. Do you think this? Do you think that this is hurting? It's also that they should be winning these games. I mean, they've lost some games where they're like, they should have lost the game to the Jets. I mean, like the Jets committed some penalties down the stretch that certainly. Well, yeah, but I'm saying the last couple games, they're tight and they should be winning. You know, as Bill Parcells says, the, you like are what your record is. They're in a position to win, and they're not winning. So That's sports. You lost. You are what your record says it is. No, I'm, not, I'm saying they're not getting blown out. It's no. dumb little but things. How, how many teams they get could, blown out every week? They could very well be 5-2 and two, or 5-3. and three or whatever, oh, the yeah, They lost a couple. They right lost now. a really bad one of the Broncos. They lost the game that Cam Newton was out for COVID, right? And then they lost uh, – they lost to the Ravens, or they have the Ravens coming up this week, which is phew, that's another loss. Yeah, tough, tough schedule going forward. They have had a tough schedule. The Bills have also skated by; like they could have lost a lot of games, a lot of the games that they've played. They they should have beat the Bills by. too. The Pats should have beat the Bills, yes. Well, or at least they had them on the ropes. At least tied. They had them on the ropes. No, they had them on the ropes for a tie, and then Cam Newton fumbled it when they already had the field goal that would have sent it to overtime. Yeah. So. And then last week, the Bills just, yeah, just completely obliterated Nick the Folk's been lights out, and you, instead you just barrel Cam's head into people. Nick Folk, still one of the greatest Jets of all time. He's helping them out get Trevor. He hit that field goal last week. He's trying everything he can, even though he's on a different <laughs> team. He really is. He's trying all these, everything. All these goal line opportunities. Was that, that was the Seahawks, right? Who were they playing? Yes, that was week one. Yeah. When Cam didn't get it on fourth and inches, which was a terrible play call they by McDaniels. They played it three times in a row. And before and that, and finally the Seahawks were like, "Well, we know what's another nineteen times." Cam's been concussed since week one. Well, he also hasn't been that good. But if nah. you're saying he's concussed, well, that's yeah, that's probably the reason why. And he's yeah, also he's had been, COVID. Yeah, he's had a rough go at it. Dustin Johnson had COVID. Look at him; he's doing well today. First place, very well today. First place, nine under par. That for the round? No, for the two rounds. Okay. Two days in. Still got two days to go, obviously. A long way to go. But Dustin, uh, nine under par. Really turned it on today. I haven't even looked at my uh, DraftKings little uh, thing. I've looked at it. I think I'm in, like, fourth place. I think you're in second to last. Your guy, and I, I don't know where you came up with this, that Lynn character that you decided to go with, brutal. 87th? Brutal. He's eliminated. He didn't make the cut. Brutal. He was cheap. Just wanted someone cheap so I could feel – I was uh, looking at. I was trying got. to figure out the uh, score. I haven't done fantasy golf yet, so I was trying to figure out the scoring. And the way I was interpreting it is, you just want as many guys in the top twenty or so. Forty. You get points if all your guys are finished in the top forty. Obviously, you get more points if your guy wins or he comes in second, third, or fourth. But you get points. You where it really pays off is the top like fifteen to twenty. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Uh, so I was just trying to get as many of those guys as possible. Right. Which is fair. So I got one of the cheapest players there was. And I kind I re- was reading about the kid, and I liked him. You, you know? liked him. Seemed like a nice kid. You liked your guy. He's an amateur from China. <laughs> amateur from China. Um, 
Straight A student in USC. My Trojan horse. Yeah. Didn't really work out, though, huh? Honestly, the first. Didn't really score terrible. He was the first golfer to kick off the tournament yesterday, and he started with a double bogey. In disgusting weather, so rough go at it in the beginning. My guys are doing okay. So I got uh, Dustin Johnson. I got Patrick Cantlay. Um, Two guys right at the top of the leaderboard. Dustin in first, Cantlay in second. And then I got Tony Finau, who's doing uh, okay. Could be doing better. Scott Scheffler, who's doing pretty good. But Francesco Molinari and Jason Kokrak have been terrible, so those guys are going to miss the cut. Yeah, for gonna, me, uh, they're going to screw me. Woodland will probably miss the cut, and uh, obviously Lynn mm-hmm. and everyone else. It's, I'm in. I feel like I'm in decent shape. You're in a good spot because it's a, it's pretty tight. It's a matter of forty points. Yeah, but you also got to make sure first to last. the guys that you have aren't the same as the guys that the guy was in first place right now. No, I don't think. Uh, like I took John Ram, only thirty three percent of the field took him, so that's me and two other people. And then uh, er- I think everyone took me now. How many uh, people took Bryson? Only one or two. See, a lot of people weren't buying into did Bryson. You, you didn't take Bryson. I right? did not, and he's been awful. In fact, I don't even think he's going to make the cut. He's plus one right now. That play is suspended. He's through twelve holes, and he's in danger of missing the cut. Yeah, I don't so. Think, uh, Paul took him, so two people took him. Actually, 22%. Is that one person out of nine or two? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But he's in 61st place right now. If he doesn't turn it on his final six holes tomorrow, he's not going to make the cut. And that's going to put a crimp in a lot of people's bets because I think a lot of people took him overall. You know, but. Uh, as far as the DraftKings perspective, he still scored 29.5 points because he had nine birdies, so it's not the worst well, when you spend eleven grand on him, I guess yeah, it's a, that's right. a pretty bad pick. I also have a question for you. Also, you know, I'm going to uh, Jersey tomorrow to get my winter clothes. How you feel about the Irish Dragon? Oof. Nah, I can't bet against Raphael. I was actually going to tell you last week to put money on Raphael when he was fighting Islam, because he was a. Uh, they had him at plus four hundred. Yeah, Islam he, was heavy favorite. You can't have. And right now, Dos Anjos is the favorite, but not Raphael Dos Anjos can retire. And he should never be plus four hundred in his entire life. However, Former champion. I don't know that it might be because I've never, I haven't seen Dos Anjos a ton, but DraftKings is giving him very little respect because right now he's favorited, but only he's only it's plus like, one hundred. He's like minus eight one eight. Oh, no, he's like minus one hundred. Yeah, minus one eighty or something yeah. like that. And so, Felder's plus one sixty five. Like so that, it's not even a good bet. That could almost be like a toss up. It is, you know. So and for that to be a guy who's on five days notice. To be that close? I mean, Felder's a tough guy to prepare for in five days. Um, he's Especially also in very good shape. Preparing. He's running triathlons. I think he, he, fresh off the jet from Abu Dhabi, he ran like an ultra marathon. It was like 50 miles or something. Mm-hmm. Or uh, ultra triathlon. It was like run, bike, swim. Yeah. So he's in really good shape. Um, he's still close to the sport because he's commentating. But uh, I've never seen a guy go from commentating to, well, being a lead color commentator on a card to then fighting in that card. I've never seen that before. That's a very, definitely a first. Is he going to be doing that tonight? I mean, uh, not tonight. Tomorrow. tomorrow. He's going to yep. be commentating first and then getting. No, 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 no. no. Uh, I was going to say. But he was going to be commentating. He was going to be. Okay. He was going to be there now he regardless. Be right. okay. I've never seen that happen. Actually, I think Brian Stan may have done it before. Yeah, that's pretty wild. 
not only that, you know, he's still like the seventh ranked lightweight in in the division. Well, yeah, this is going to be his second time coming out of retirement, pull, trying to pull a Conor McGregor. His last fight was he lost. Uh, was Dan Hooker? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, when you fight the best but of the world, you're going to have some else. He went all just he like went all five rounds. Like if you look at Rafael's, no one's fought a tougher gauntlet of opponents than Rafael. Than Rafael dos Anjos. His entire career. This is going to be his 30th pro fight. So he lost last time out also. Was that the Colby? Uh, Michael Chiesa. Oh, see, yeah, it's a fucking killer at welterweight. At welterweight, too. So he's coming back down to lightweight. Mm -hmm. You know, he was going up and fighting the top. Chiesa also dominated him. He was fighting the top 10 welterweights, though. You know? Yeah. Now, what's the deal with this Islam Makachev? Why did he back out? Injury? Uh, did they say? I didn't see anything. I don't know what they said. And also Amanda Nunes yeah. out of the pay-per-view. Uh, I think it's in December. They also didn't say what, what, what the that was either. Is. Yeah. Um, but I I didn't see what what it was with Islam. May have been COVID. Um. Nah, I, f- I feel like I would have seen if it was COVID. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. But th- yeah, they also didn't uh, speculate on Amanda. No, I know. I don't know what it was. She's out. I think she's in Brazil, so they probably just didn't have any answers. But um, that definitely puts a crimp in that card, that December card. I don't know if they found anything to. I'm trying to think if there's any other action we could throw, but uh, yeah, think about it. You got till uh, tomorrow. There's some college football on tomorrow, but a that ton of games got canceled because of COVID. Yeah, I think like eight games got canceled tomorrow. And tomorrow's card is really hurt as far as UFC. I may not even yeah. watch it. I think Marquez. Is out tomorrow also, COVID. Or it came out today that it was over, that they called one of the fights for tomorrow off. Yeah, there's nothing left. Um, I mean, I'm excited to watch Felder. I hope he wins. I like Paul Felder, but he's got a tough tough opponent in Dos Anjos. One of the toughest. I mean, we could still bet Dos Anjos and make a couple bucks. Like, you, you know, you're you not going to lose money. It's not really worth it. Pr- it's not worth the risk. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. 